Okay, still recording. I'm going to say welcome to the Love of Learning Podcast. Welcome to the Love of Learning Podcast. Where we bring the fun and discovery of Kids Quest Children's Museum right into your own home. I'm your host, Allie Sherotis. We're really excited to introduce you to some of the work Kids Quest does on a community level. Our mission is to create learning through the power of play and exploration that connects children to their communities and the world. We do that directly through our educator-led programming, online classes, and video series. But that mission goes beyond what just happens immediately inside our museum galleries and programs. We want every child to have access to our educational resources. Unfortunately, opportunity gaps and inequities prevent access for some families especially those most vulnerable. In order to make sure our educational resources reach as many children as possible, we have to join forces with other nonprofits, businesses, and municipalities who have similar goals. By working together, we are all able to amplify our positive impact. This approach is called the Collective Impact Framework. Eastside Pathways is a community-wide partnership of more than 60 organizations transforming the way our community works together to make a positive impact in the lives of children and youth. The partners are incredibly diverse in the services they provide, but we all share the vision of creating new systems to support better outcomes for kids. Eastside Pathways is comprised of two parts, the partners who are supported by the backbone. The backbone is the mobilizing organization that coordinates the collaboration between partners. Joining us today are two members of The Backbone, Sandy Nathan, who will give us a more in-depth explanation of the Collective Impact Framework, and Kids Quest's President and CEO, Putter Burt. I'm Sandy Nathan. I'm the Community Impact Manager with Eastside Pathways. My background has been all over the place. I've been with nonprofits across continents, but there was always this itch to do more for the community be more connected with uh, making system level changes. When I was looking out for a nonprofit here to get associated with, I really wanted to think about how do organizations work with each other? Because many times you work with great organizations which are doing impeccable work, but in their lanes, in silos. And you don't necessarily have organizations talking with each other. That's how gaps get exacerbated. So in my mind, I was kind of looking at that, like, is there an umbrella organization that's really bringing these different organizations together? And Eastside Pathways, uh, just their mission and the collective impact framework, it kind of fitted where I wanted to go. The rest is history. So there are two components to Eastside Pathways, and we have the same name. One is the partnership, which is the umbrella structure, which has 60-odd organizations that are a part of it. And then there is the backbone, and the backbone is called Eastside Pathways as well. Our partnership includes uh, stakeholders from the entire spectrum of opportunity. This includes pre-K to post-secondary, so 0 to 26 years. And the intention of the backbone in convening these multiple stakeholders is really helping bridge the silos between organizations serving children and youth. We've had good schools, community-based organizations, municipalities, and businesses who've been working to help kids 
for decades. Uh, they've mostly been doing that in isolation. Unfortunately, systems don't speak to each other. And there's not a cohesive system of support for uh, children from cradle to career. Think of the backbone as providing the structure, support, and the scaffolding the partnership needs to do their work. The role of the backbone really is to convene the partners and facilitate a process, including data and communication, to really diagnose and address systemic practices uh, which may impede or support success of children and youth. The partner representatives, we convene them together, like I had said, so that systems can really talk to each other and move the work forward in a unified way. How do we know that the partnership is doing well? We see it in the evidences of outcomes for children and youth. Those gaps getting shortened and lessened, and that is the evidence that systems, uh, the adults, are working well together. KidsQuest CEO and President Putter Burt has been with Eastside Pathways from the very beginning. In 2011, founder Bill Henningsgaard gathered a group of volunteers and Bellevue members together to discuss a new collaborative approach to helping kids in their community succeed. So interestingly enough, Bill came to my office to talk to me about Eastside Pathways and this dream that he had. The original formation was a lot of small working groups, and I was on the social emotional learning task force. Something I feel very strongly about in creating a strong community is social emotional intelligence. And having that as a baseline at the Children's Museum was something really important to me. So that's how I got involved. It's how I met so many people that I still work with today. And I remember sitting in a cafeteria in one of the Bellevue School's meeting spaces, and we were all there, and we all had to write down on flip chart paper all the work we were doing in the community. And for the first time, it was so clear in so many ways how much work was being done, where we could partner, where there was maybe duplicate efforts that could become more diverse and stronger if we did it together. It just was so clear that collective impact can take us so much further. I think systems change is the biggest challenge. I know that KidsQuest has made some systems changes and developed new partners and new strategies to do better work. And that really came from empowering the people inside our organization, not just me. I can't be at the top of the totem saying yes, yes, yes. It's, first of all, it's just not how I work. If I don't empower the people I hire to do their jobs, we're never gonna move this needle. And so Jamie Bonnet, our director of education, is very active in Eastside Pathways. We have a board member, Sue Baugh, who is very involved in Eastside Pathways. And I think that we have really taken our engagement at the staff level, board level, community level, and really put fingers out to make it as strong as it could be. Really, if I were to put it in a nutshell, we are really attempting to challenge what we are used to, the way that we have been in schools, majority of our professional lives. All of that really focuses on programs, right? This work is all about the systems. One saying we have in this work is that we are programs rich and systems poor. For example, the early learning community is not really connected to the K-12. And K-12 to say post-secondary 
and post-secondary is not always connected to the business community. There are gaps in the continuum and there are gaps between our community stakeholders. And the impact really of these gaps uh, is experienced by the children, the youth and uh, their families. We know that our systems are failing certain groups of children. And I keep using the word system. So I want to take a pause to really explain what or who is the systems. We are the systems, right? Each of us is the system. As parents, as neighborhood and community members, as, as members of organizations, we make up the system. And in this work, it is really, I think, critical to stop and reflect and allow ourselves the time to see how we are working together. Uh, in order to improve outcomes. So in our minds for this partnership, the evidence of us working together well is better outcomes for children. That's really the premise of collective impact. In order for the shared success of the network, all individual stakeholders in the collective impact framework agree to work within certain consistent conditions. So the five important components of collective impact is common agenda. So it's really important that these diverse stakeholders, they agree on a common goal. The second is agreeing to track progress in the same way. So shared measurement system, which really allows for continuous improvement. So measuring this work is really critical. The third is do what each one does best while identifying new ways to come together these stakeholders coming together in a unified way, being aligned and having mutually reinforcing activities will really help move the collective forward. The fourth really critical component is consistent and continuous communication so that, the, so that we don't have duplicate work, so that we are not duplicating efforts. And I, as an organization, I know what the other organizations are doing so that I can align my resources and my manpower and my capacity in a way to support the larger goal. The fifth is a skilled and dedicated resources to support all of this, which we call the backbone establishment. All of this needs to have a very intentional focus. And our role as the backbone is to facilitate and convene these groups in the partnership to really come together and work together so that we can move our mutual work forward. So the five components, common agenda, shared measurement system, mutually reinforcing activities, continuous, consistent communication, and a dedicated backbone function. We know that the Backbone organization is responsible for driving the partnership forward in their shared goals. They're also responsible for asking the question, who are we missing? Who aren't we talking to? The work is only successful if everyone is included. Eastside Pathways and the partnering organizations are constantly assessing whether their approaches are as equitable as possible. Sandy gave me a great analogy. If free lunches are being provided at schools, but kids are still going hungry, we know that there is a community that isn't getting consulted. Maybe the decision was made that all free lunches include PB&J sandwiches because someone assumed that all kids love PB&J. Well, we need to ask the kids who aren't eating the PB&J what they need instead. Maybe we would serve more kids if we provided an alternative for kids who have nut allergies or other dietary restrictions. 
My role as a community impact manager is to really convene partners and facilitate the work while centering equity and uh, effective community engagement. Now, that is the core of the work that Eastside Pathways does. We are really centering all our work around equity, making sure that those that are closest to the results, those that are most impacted are on the table where decision is being made. I have to say one of the strongest organizations that I've seen come to light during COVID is Eastside Pathways. They got right to work. They brought everyone together. They highlighted the actual needs of our community, not just what we thought or assumed was going on. I really have never been prouder of this organization. And I'm going to give props to Jamie Bonnet, our Director of Education. She attended every single one of those meetings. She listened and learned what the needs were, got right to work with partnering with other members of Eastside Pathways, the Boys and Girls Club, Jubilee Reach, the YMCA, and really was motivated to put those resource kits together. That all came out of those weekly calls from Eastside Pathways. In May and June, KidsQuest assembled and donated 600 remote learning resource kits to families in need across Bellevue. The kits contained materials to support hands-on learning through art, science, music, movement, and math. The curated materials inside the kits encourage open-ended play, which is so important for growth and development. I think the joy of KidsQuest is that we can partner with almost anybody because our goal is to have a stronger community and to serve families without defining families that, you know, we work very closely with the Bellevue Schools. We work very closely with the Boys and Girls Club. We work very closely with our neighbors to make sure that we are creating a place that you want to live, work, and thrive. Thank you so much for listening definitely encourage you to check out Eastside Pathways website. They do so much it couldn't possibly fit in one podcast episode. Thank you also to my guests Sandy Nathan and Putter Burt.